1: I've never seen anything like this. What is up, my people? Welcome back to Sequence. Right now, we're going to be showing you the second A-B that we went over with Brian Dozier. If you watched the first one, you know he shared a ton of insight with us. This particular bat is of Ian Kennedy during his incredible 2016 season. You are not going to want to miss this. So let's kick it right to it right now. All right, we are back for a second at-bat with my man brian dozier this one comes from 2016 this one i wanted to do because a i was there and this was the season where you hit 42 missiles into the seats (laughs) to set the american league mark for homers by a second baseman right
0: correct yes
1: that's amazing dude like honestly you got that you always got that i don't know who's gonna break that i don't think anybody's gonna break that though
0: it'll be broken here soon i'm assuming i would think (laughs)
1: <laughs> do you do you remember this stretch you were in here this is towards the end of the year what yeah, do you yeah, what do you end, remember about this
0: uh you know we've been we've all we've all been locked in before and it looks like a beach ball but this was mm-hmm. probably the most locked in that i've ever felt uh, when, when 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 you're getting out it's hard hit outs that they're diving for and all this kind of stuff. You get the ball in the air it's probably going to be a double or a homer just everything the confidence and everything. We we're the worst team in baseball so you had to juggle that too when you're going through this home run stretch. Uh but all in all I mean it was it was pretty locked in. It was pretty pretty comfortable.
1: This so what was really cool about your 2016 obviously the homers were awesome. You just mentioned we had a pretty bad team. You started out really poorly this year. And I think this is a really cool lesson for kids who maybe are struggling and to see how quickly things can turn around. Do you want to talk about, I guess, the the day Molly decided to give you a breather and sit you and what that did for you mentally? uh,
0: I I never wanted to take a – I take a lot of pride. never went on the DL in my career or anything. And I always wanted to play every day. And um, I never asked for a day off or anything. And then all of a sudden I see my – my name not in the lineup, and I mean, I saw. I was like, "What's up, Molly?" And me thinking, you know, of course it's why well, I'm hitting. I'm hitting 190. Of course, I'm gonna. I need bench, but I didn't want to. But he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you two days off." And I'm like, two days? I don't need it." And he's like, "No, you need it." <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I basically, I knew I wasn't playing for two straight games. This was, uh, this was back in May. I was hitting like 190. My first like 100 at bats, uh, only like a couple of home runs. Um, I mean, really, Terry Ryan was quoted uh, to the media that he's uh, very close to sending me to triple A uh, just to kind of get swing right, mind right, all this kind of stuff. And uh, I think all that at once kind of like it'll humble you. This game humbles you in a minute. And uh, so I spent two days back in May and it was actually against the Royals. Obviously, not this game, mm-hmm. but it's against the Royals. And uh, sat for two days. Got got Billy Ball benched, and uh, <laughs> had to work on a few things. So,
1: what'd you do? What'd you do? Because I, I actually don't remember. Did you? Were you in the lab, like down in that uh, cage with Bruno? I, just, or you just I, like I say, literally just done.
0: I literally just got in the cage and just worked on trying to backspin the ball to center field. Uh, I was getting so overamped. Trying to do too much with the baseball and try to pull too much rather than back up stuff to left. And I just got out in front of myself and I rolled over a lot. I'd ground out to short, I feel like a freaking million times. And uh, so I just had to get back to like backing up the baseball.
1: Okay. I mean, I remember that when all this went down and I'm sure Dan should be showing pre benching stats and post benching stats, but you went on an incredible run and this was towards the end of it. And I was listening to this about and Bert and, and uh, Dick are here talking about, you already had a Homer in this game and it puts you at 36, which you were the only the second twin ever to hit over 35 home runs, joining a guy named Harmon Killebrew. He's the logo. <laughs>
0: A guy named Harmon. He would hit like fifty every year, though.
1: <laughs> so, so an incredible feat already. And then you just you just didn't stop. And I, like I said, I remember this game in particular because you did you hit another one after that I really remember. But this was such a great at bat. So let's let's just roll it through. And, and I yep. kind of just want to hear your thoughts about Kennedy, and then also you know what what that ball was looking like when you're locked in yeah. like this, man. Alright, so here we go. Hold on, hold on. Don't move forward. This one's silly. You gotta hear it. DraftKings back with us again. They have another incredible offer. Baseball's back. Opening day is here. And here's the offer. It's so silly. It's so easy. Bet $1 on your team to win the game. If they record a hit in the game, any type of hit, face it, double, triple, home run, you win 100 bucks. That's right. $1. They get a hit, you win $100. bucks. there has been 304 no-hitters since 1876, only one on opening day. So I think your bet is safe, and all you got to do is download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to turn $1 into $100. If the baseball team of your choosing records a hit, that's code JOHNBOY to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Minimum $5 deposit. New customers only. Winnings paid out as four $25 free beds. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Back to the show.
0: The the first homer of this game in the first inning, uh, the very first pitch, and Mm I remember it was like a down and outside heater, and – there's one thing I loved hitting against Ian Kennedy and he is (laughs) a great pitcher. I mean, he really, he's had some great years in the big leagues and I just loved it. He, I love guys, um, that kind of close off at the very beginning and then they don't hide it. He doesn't hide it that well. And it, he kind of opens up and he throws his fastball a lot. Yes, he does. Um, and his off-speed for me, he's had a very obviously a great career doing this. But for me, a guy that throws his heater a lot—if it's not like moving every which way—I always felt like I could, I could get, I can get you. You know, if it's if it's kind of flat or it's kind of the same thing every which way, and you throw a lot of it, ninety percent heaters, then, um uh, and yeah. So and you're you saw, hunting.
1: You're hunting then, right? Like I'm
0: hunting. I'm not getting off the heater, as Jim told me. We know
1: was. you can hunt.
0: Yeah. So, so 1-0, that first pitch was his little slider cutter. Um, the thing with, the thing with Ian uh, or a guy like him that throws, that threw a lot of fastballs, um, it didn't bother me to take a fastball like okay. down the middle. I was just going to ask
1: that question. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I did it, did. it didn't bother me. Cause I know I'm going to see it uh, eventually cause that's his best pitch and he's going to try to get me out with his best pitch. So
1: what about with Sal back there? What did you find with Sal? Do you think he was kind of a guy that messed with pitch selection?
0: Uh, very smart guy. Uh, I think sometimes, uh, you know, he's a veteran. He's one of the best catchers of since, you know, we've been playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he knows how to handle the pitching staff. Sometimes he can – always felt like he could get kind of maybe predictable sometimes in a way of um, – Like Kennedy, it's his best – fastball is his best pitch, but it's my best pitch to hit, so why sometimes keep throwing it? Um, But at the same time, Kennedy's been very successful doing that for a number of years, so.
1: And you can see he's worried about Bucks over here.
0: That's a huge thing. I remember he picked over there to Buck probably, I don't know, five times. And uh, and we're down by one run. He don't want the guy to get to second base with no outs, so – which is huge. I remember I I thought that one I should have hit a homer there.
1: You should have hit a homer there. I think so too. The way yeah. you were locked in, that should have been a homer.
0: I, I can remember that it was it was my bread and butter middle end belt high. So
1: a little quick on that one. A little quick on the draw. A little
0: quick, a little okay. I, I see uh, I see fastballs coming and yeah.
1: Oh now what? they're just showing a montage of your bombs. I love this.
0: <laughs> so that was a leadoff homer right there. Yeah.
1: So you're sitting 2-2 two, two now. You just missed the heater. you got to be thinking slide ball or something different, maybe a change up.
0: So uh, some pitchers do some stuff with their body, I guess, <laughs> that, uh, that you can tell, you know, before he throws it, what's kind of coming. Um, I could always see sometimes when he tried to hide some stuff a little bit longer and got closed off a little bit longer in his off-speed – uh, but that was then, and I haven't faced him in years. So, uh, but I kind of knew he—he um, he just had that rhythm about him. That
1: sure, that you were big rhythm. on that. So I'm going to pause it here. You were huge on that about cadence of a pitcher and being able to pick things up from that. I just did a video that's coming out that already came out by the time people see this. It's already come out. I did a thing on Jordan Hicks and something I found on him. And yeah really easy to see visually for people. But you, I remember talking to you about that. You know, we would go back and forth with Tori and, and yeah. Morney and trying and, and Molitor, especially trying to pick guys apart. You've, you felt that cadence and that body language more than I could. That was kind of your thing that you keyed in on. Is, yeah. is that something you saw with a lot of different pitchers or just the ones now that I know about?
0: uh a little bit of both so I didn't really and I would especially from probably 2015 and on throughout the end of my career um I would have like a checklist of every pitcher and um uh, I feel like I, I feel like I could always get something on them a lot of guys yeah. I could there were some guys that are very I mean with technology nowadays and try to repeat your motion I mean people can kind of do it but at the same time everyone's got their tip
1: and yeah
0: uh I wouldn't say the majority, but the majority, we could always try to pick up something. And one of those things is – I'm not going to name any names because these guys are still playing. I know who it is. There's some pictures <laughs> uh, that tend to, like, get sped up on off-speed and, speed, and fly open a little bit quicker. on. And I just uh, – I could see it on some guys. And even until when I retired last year – I mean, last year I could still see some guys just getting amped up with their upper body and flying open just a I mean, we, you know, okay. when you're talking baseball, I mean, it's if they fly open just a touch, you can see it because it's different.
1: It's, yes. You know,
0: if you saw three heaters in a row, then something's different. And you look for that different again. And if you see the different, well, it's not going to be a heater. So,
1: so, so you, so your kind of way to think about it was if this guy, he's speeding up to try to like show, to try to tunnel like or, or be the same as his heater, but it's, he's over exaggerating it almost.
0: A lot of guys, of one of the checklists, so many guys, when they throw a heater, I always call it slow you – slow it down, speed you up. Yeah. If they're calm, a lot of guys calm, cool, and just rear back and heater. They're just more relaxed, though, in the fastball. And off-speed, a lot of guys, especially younger guys, get so, like, amped up of doing something different. They, you know, okay, I got to – and they start going just faster. Everything speeds up. Their motion speeds up. Their arm speed. Everything – as a hitter, you can see, even my if I, very minute, but you can see that it's completely different. And uh, they try to speed you up. And you're just like, okay, well, I'll just slow down because it's going to be. That.
1: That's so good. I just went through and did like a checklist, you know, where you came set, how you came set, what you grip the ball behind your back, how'd you put it in your glove, all that. This is a completely different thing. If you're a young hitter trying to sit on the bench watching the other teammates hit, watch that pitcher. And look out for this, speeding that yeah. upper body up on an off-speed pitch. Yeah, I love that, sure. man. Yeah. So, 3-2, he just uh, – I don't know what the last pitch was. <laughs> we kind of went on a tangent there. <laughs> I think it was a heater up.
0: Yeah, the heater up. Heater up. Um, and Buck is still there. I remember he tried stealing 3-2 like three times in a row or something because um, he's not obviously getting he's thrown not. out.
1: That's a that change another, piece, right? Yeah,
0: change up he left up. Uh, hook. I mean, if it was down, if it was down and in, uh, he might have got me or something. I remember that being a pretty good pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, he, he, you know, he didn't throw the hard splitter or the, you know, he just kind of a circle change he left up.
1: And there's Buck going. Not even a great jump right there, but he probably wouldn't say because he's so dang fast. <laughs>
0: yeah, he would have definitely been safe. Um, what, what a fast guy. 3-2 huh?
1: changing from him is good. not a rarity. So here he comes back again with one. And back-to-back.
0: Back-to-back change-up. So that was a a lot better pitch. Uh, Just got me out front or whatever. And that's, you know, in a baseball mind, you know, Trev, that when you see it, you think fastball, and all of a sudden you see the change-up, and now you're just – everything's like, okay, I'm just going to try to hook it down the line, or I'm just going to try to hook for a single and stuff. And all that plays in effect within, like, two-tenths of a second. Uh, And I can remember that happening here. But I know sooner or later Salvi's going to put down that hole number one.
1: Got to come back so, sooner or later, baby. Uh, Is this it?
0: It's probably it or the next one's got to be. It. Nope, I oh, found that.
1: one. Okay, so that was and, a little uh, away. So, so that that
0: pitch right there, he, he uh, every now and then he would get around his fastball and it would cut, and that one kind of mm-hmm. cut up and away. And um, he already he has a cutter that he slows it down a little bit, but. Um. But he would get on his force team. He would get around it every now and then. And that was a really good pitch.
1: So, 3-2, change it, change it up, fastball he gets around. In my mind, if I'm in the box there, he can go anywhere he wants now.
0: Go anywhere he wants to. For but sure. But you,
1: knowing you, you're still on the heater.
0: I'm still on the heater. What's uh, was funny, just, though Just because I just saw the really good – a good cutter that he got around, but he probably didn't mean to it. He might have, I haven't talked to him about it, that. He might try to cut his four seamers, but at the same time, I saw a really good changeup, which is his second best pitch besides his fastball. Uh, and he couldn't get me out with it. So I'm still locking on the heater. If anything else comes, I can, um, I know he's not going to blow me. I don't want him to three, two. I don't want him to ha- blow me away heater thinking something else. So I'm going to be locked into the heater.
1: What I've seen in this at bat, you know, you talked about how locked in you were at this point, how big the ball was uh, se- seemed to you. Every pitch, your barrel was getting to it. Were you out in front? Maybe like, sure, you hooked it, but your barrel is getting to all these pitches. Like hit. you are putting the barrel on the baseball, and then eventually he's going to get into your zone. And I think we're going to see that right here. Oh no, you still got some pitches left. I think in this AB.
0: Yeah, I remember Buxton, like, trying to steal, like, five times or something or picking over. and. Uh...
1: Yeah, that's what I see. Barrel, 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 barrel. Well, that's a
0: huge part of hitting that when you, when you are locked in, it's not just about, like, squaring balls up. It's like you said that pitchers are pitchers in the big leagues for a reason. They're pretty dang good. So, you have to be able to just fight pitches off. Just put a barrel on it. Oh, uh, that was Again. my pitch, too
1: but barrel again.
0: Yeah, it, so yeah, caught a, a a little bit of the barrel that you could still keep fighting. Um I remember really loving that pitch.
1: That high heater?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one cuz I I saw fastball coming, you know, before and uh, I saw it up in the zone. I think I probably got a little too antsy on it.
1: Any point so, here you're like, okay, off speed like it's coming. No,
0: I'm not you don't, you don't I'm have not to. Not getting right? off the heater at all zero percent uh i can probably pick up the change up um and he's not going to throw a slider he, he never really threw his slider
1: is there is there a pitch that you're out on like if he does throw a good slider are you out on that pitch
0: uh yeah but i just thought you know ian had such a great fastball and such a good cutter and uh a good change up i just feel like he wouldn't try to throw me that uh that and especially with Salvi, he's going to go with and you gotta get ian's having a great year this year I mean, he's one of the better pitchers in the game, and there it is.
1: (laughs) You put that in your wheelhouse, though, I'm going to go back. Yeah. I'm going to go back. That's the wheelhouse, baby. That's the wheelhouse. Yeah, That's the uh, wheelhouse right there. That was it. I think
0: uh, from what I remember about that, it's kind of – I've already – I just slowed everything down a little bit, not try to kill it too much when, when I knew the fastball was coming. So, yeah, that was the wheelhouse.
1: Oh, my. All right, let's go back and see it one more time. Slowed it down. Slowed the cadence down. Crack. <laughs> That's middle in. You pulled him in, and you pulled it the right way, like you always have been talking about. You got to yeah. pull the ball the right way. Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> yeah, pulling the ball the right way, backspinning balls, and not uh, hooking them. So
1: 37 homers. <laughs> and you weren't done. Here's the slow mo. I mean that, that if if there was ever just a sweet spot for for old Doge right here, that, that's it. Baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was no sweet spot. Oh, look at you put the head
1: down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I, you know, I've, I've pimped some and whatever, some. but I think this time of the year, it was just so because we, I mean, we're approaching a hundred losses, and mm-hmm. and you have to. Oh, here he is! There's the man. Oh
1: God, I'm gonna stop the video right now, baby. Here we go.
0: Approaching 100 losses, and and then you're going through this home run stretch, and it's just it was kind of tough. I remember um, because you don't want to just get your brains beat in every, you know, but you want to keep trying to hit homers, and so it's kind of a it's kind of a weird feeling. But uh, this game particular was pretty cool. We
1: we used to say about Doge that you would. Not pimp them so much that you pimp them. <laughs> yeah, that.
0: <laughs> so you think that one was a pimp, huh?
1: <laughs> it was a pimp. <laughs> uh, again, dude, I appreciate you coming on, sharing your knowledge with everybody because you got a wealth of it. And as you put out there, you might be willing to share it with a ball club. Manager might be coming to your city, Brian Dozier. I'd, I'd co-sign for that. And we'll, we we're going to be lobbying it, for bro. you. <laughs> You just tell me where you want to go and we'll start lobbying for you. All man. Right? I'll let you know. All right. That's Brian Dozer. Thank you again for coming on. And uh, we'll have another episode of Sequence for you. I don't know when, soon. See you guys.
0: Thank you, brother.